Mayor Lori Lightfoot's 2023 budget proposal includes more money for police, Chicago's pension funds, and tiny houses? Yeah, you heard that right. The mayor announced that $3 million is being set aside for tiny homes. She hopes that building whole communities of them will help make housing more affordable. With us now is someone who's advocated for many years to bring tiny homes to Chicago. Brian Crone is the founder and president of Chicago Tiny House, a nonprofit that advocates for tiny houses as a solution to homelessness. Hi, Brian. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me on. Sure. First of all, tell us a little bit, Brian, about what a tiny house is or a tiny home. Of course. Uh, any tiny house is considered a tiny house if it's under 700 square feet. Okay. So make the case then for why tiny homes are a good way of addressing homelessness in the city. Addressing homelessness is a critical issue throughout Chicago and mostly throughout the United States now. Uh, the cost of rent continually rising, mortgages, regular housing, just skyrocketing through the roof. Uh, tiny houses alleviate that issue by bringing affordable housing to Chicago and the United States. Your organization is um, making its own designs for, for tiny homes. Without giving too much away, Brian, can you talk more about your designs? Of course. We plan on instituting a building structure that is approximately 500 square feet, meeting all uh, building zoning requirements here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, therefore, we will be able to uh, legally create tiny houses and structures like tiny houses throughout Chicago. And so these are 500 square feet. Are, are the designs inspired at all by maybe previous conversations you had with, with homeless people about what they need? Of course. Uh, a tiny house is, isn't for everybody. It's somebody that is, is basically struggling with housing. Uh, a tiny house creates an atmosphere of necessity and need, and it, it, it caters to those people. So no matter who you are, I mean, everybody's about a dollar short of being homelessness right now. Uh, and it's a, it's a sad case throughout the United States. And tiny houses brings an affordable option to the housing market. Yeah, let's dig more into that um, affordable option. I mean, they, they would have to be affordable to, to rent or to buy for this to work for homeless people. And we already know that in some, some Chicago neighborhoods right now, even tiny apartments can be very expensive. So how, how will you keep costs down, Brian? Right, exactly. Uh, and I just want to uh, not correct you, but, uh, you know, tiny houses isn't just a, sol a solution for homelessness. It's, it's part of what we do here at Chicago Tiny House, but we're trying to make it affordable for everybody, not just homelessness. Uh, so, so think about this. Uh, you have a uh, a tiny house, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I can I can build a tiny house for twenty five thousand dollars right now at five hundred square feet. Now that would include an additional cost of about twenty thousand dollars for construction, utilities, and so forth. So we're looking at a, a total of forty thousand dollars, maybe. Uh, yeah. Your average single ranch house costs. Well, way over $150,000 to finance. I mean, logic just proves my point right there. Right. Well, can you talk more about your organization's work 
with homeless people, and, and I know you work with homeless encampments in Chicago. Right. We did start out basically to help the poor. Uh, that's why we are a nonprofit organization. Again, our website is at chicagotinyhouse.org, and you can find us all through throughout the, the Internet. But we specialize. We want to make sure people are accepted. And to be accepted, you, you have to have a physical address, really, in anywhere you go. You can't even receive mail without a physical address. Right. So how can a homeless person off the street be accepted without a home? Right. I'm also wondering how a homeless person could afford $40,000. Very easily. If they go through our program, we have case management involved with any of our uh, about-to-be-built communities. I say about-to-be-built because we cannot legally build as of right now. Okay. Uh but we are hopefully, with the mayor's proposal and budget, we'll be able to, to be building soon in the first quarter. I see. You know, Tracy Bame, who is the publisher of the Chicago Reader and a, a very strong voice for decades for LGBT rights, um, has said that she supports tiny homes, particularly because of the fact that they could be useful to young LGBT people who we know have experienced homelessness disproportionately. Um, do you have thoughts on that? I, I, I do agree with that, but I also agree that it's just not for that community. I believe that it's an affordable solution to the homeless or to the uh, housing market for anybody that needs adequate housing. It's not just for one particular group. It's for everybody. I I feel everybody can, can benefit by even one tiny house in their community if they're run correctly. One thing that you notice, though, if you look up tiny homes, is that um, they're often custom built by the people who live in them. Do you worry, Brian, that it might be tough, uh, maybe a tough adjustment for someone who didn't get the chance to customize their own tiny home and hadn't planned on living in one? Yes and no. Uh, In any field, in any industry, there's someone that's out for profit. And with profit and greed, it becomes a blown-up proportion of what something should be or something should not be. And, you know, I can only answer questions regarding how we propose to implement tiny houses. And with our strategy, we have case support management for all of our residents. We have specialized, detailed uh, programs intact with our partners that will enable these people to succeed in life again. Brian Crone is the founder and president of Tiny House Chicago. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you for having me on. Now let's talk to someone who's been living in a tiny home for three years. Jake Markowitz is an account manager at Beauty Guard Building Products. He and his wife, Erica, designed and built their own tiny home in Cherville, Indiana. Hi, Jake. Welcome to Reset. Hi, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to talk with you because I'm I'm curious. What was it that made you and your wife want to move into a tiny home? <laughs> so uh, when we were dating in college, uh, my wife was really into the, the tiny house shows, and I thought they were neat too. And once we got engaged and we were talking about where we wanted to live, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, well, I mean, why don't we build one? Uh, it's something that we can do. It's going to save us money. We won't have to pay for a mortgage or rent. 
uh, we'll have it, you know, after we after we build it and pay it off. And uh, it's uh, it just seemed like a really cool idea at the time. How big is yours? Uh, ours is about 200 square feet. Oh, wow. 200 <laughs> square feet. Okay. Help me wrap my mind around this. Describe the layout of 200 so, square feet. It, it honestly doesn't feel like it when you're in it. Uh, it's about 13 and a half feet tall. And as soon as you walk in the door, there's a front door and a back door, both with full glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one idea we wanted. We want to have a lot of windows, a lot of glass in the house to make it feel bigger. Um, as soon as you walk in, the, the ceiling goes up 13 feet, so it, it feels big automatically. Um, to your left, there's a the booth area uh, where we have our TV. Um, we can convert it into, like, a bed space as well. And then throughout the main part of the house, there's, like, our kitchen on one side and then our loft stairs going up to the loft up top. Uh, under the loft, there's a little breakfast bar area. And then on the other side of the house, there's a uh, bathroom with a uh, shower, toilet, and a sink. Oh, my goodness. And I, I know that there are some other custom features that you designed. What's this this keg for craft beer? <laughs> so so we, have, we have full-size appliances in the house. Um, some of them we got creative with. Like we have a washer-dryer combo machine um, and like a work sink so that we could, you know, dry and wash dishes in it. Full-size uh, fridge, full-size stove. And uh, my wife and I are both craft beer fans, so we, we uh, had an idea going in that we wanted a kegerator in here, and uh, we were able to work it into the design, and it's, uh, it's right next to, uh, we have a bar window that opens up to our back deck, and uh, we nice. can pass drinks back and forth, uh, and there's a little you know, tap handle right inside there. And with all that glass around, you feel safe in your tiny home? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, we have had some storms come through here before, uh, you know, tornado watches or tornado warnings. But we're uh, we're secured down to a foundation. We did build a tiny house on wheels, but it is dropped down off the wheels right now, secured to the foundation. Um, we've never felt unsafe in the house before, um, and yeah. we've never had any problems with, with all our windows. You work for a company that supplies building materials. Did that? I do. Did that give you an uh, advantage in building this house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Beauty Guard Building Products in Sherville, Indiana, um, it's an awesome place to work. And uh, it was an awesome place to get all the materials for it. We were able to get, like, high-quality building materials for the house, uh, for the siding, for the windows, the deck. Uh, we even have an upper deck with a railing up there. Um, and all that stuff we got from Beauty Guard. Uh, it's been, yeah, it's been uh, a really fun time building the house and uh, especially living in it afterwards. All right, Jake, my team's got a lot of questions for you. First of all, are you planning on having kids? And if so, we are. We are, and uh, we had to we had to pitch our idea to Sherville, to the town of Sherville, when we first wanted to do this. Yeah, because uh, some people weren't sure, you know, what tiny houses were. So not only did we have to explain what they were, but you know, let them know that hey, this is a good idea, you know, for Sherville. And uh, one of the questions we were asked at one of the town hall meetings was, "Are we planning on having kids?" <laughs> yes. And the answer to that is definitely yes. And are but, you uh, buying? Are you building a second tiny home? <laughs> That was also brought up as well. Probably not. <laughs> but uh, we, we do want to have kids. Probably won't have them in the tiny house. <laughs> do you have friends over? Yeah, all the time. Um, we've actually had birthday parties. There's a, there's a video on our Instagram where uh, there's a birthday party of mine where I kind of like pan around the house and you see people at the bar, outside on the deck, inside in the booth area. And it, it doesn't look crowded. It never felt crowded. Um, yeah. One, one design that we wanted was to have, to maximize the outdoor space as well as the indoor space. And uh, so we have a, like a fold down deck off the back and an upper deck. And it's on a pretty big lot. So uh, we've had, you know, uh, some parties during the summer. And uh, it's, yeah, it's never nice. felt too crowded in the house. 
That is incredible. And you found creative ways to store your stuff, I hear. Yeah. So the, the booth area, um, there's storage under all the booths. Uh, there's storage under the loft stairs. Like my wife's hanging clothes are, are underneath the loft stairs. Mm-hmm. Mine are, uh, there's a small closet up in the loft. Uh, we got cubbies everywhere. We got a bookshelf. Um, <laughs> really anywhere you can find space, you got to utilize it in the tiny house. Well, you know, Jake, even with someone that you love, right, it can be hard to live in close quarters. So <laughs> how did you make that adjustment? Um. So one thing that we would do is if we, you know, had an argument or something, I would just go out and sit in my car. <laughs> <laughs> so you leave the tiny house and you, you, you take a break. That's uh, that's that's great. I, I love it. Um, does it take a certain type of personality, you think, to enjoy living in a tiny home? Is this is this recommended for everyone? I wouldn't say everyone. Uh, you definitely got to be a clean and organized person. Uh, luckily, both uh, me and my wife are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime, you know, we wanted to clean, the good thing was it didn't take long. Uh, the bad thing was it, it could get messy or, uh, easily. So you want to just make sure that you're an organized person. Uh, everything has its place. Otherwise, it could feel pretty cluttered pretty fast. You know, Chicago hopes to build communities of tiny homes as a affordable housing, especially for folks who are now homeless. So I'm wondering, would it have been different if you'd moved into a tiny home that someone else had designed? I think it definitely would be. Uh, we put a lot of ourselves into the design of the house. And uh, we watched, you know, a few episodes of different tiny house shows to kind of get an idea what we wanted. We even stayed in one uh, in in Washington uh, when we visited out there one time just to get an idea before we actually built one. And uh, one thing that we wanted to do was, you know, have specific designs for our own house. And that's really uh, one of the big draws to it was for me was that uh, it was totally customizable. Uh, Like I said, we kind of had this idea right out of college, you know, right after living in dorm rooms where it's, you know, it's your own personal space. Mm -hmm. And that was one thing that we really liked about designing our own tiny house. It was kind of our own space. Yeah. Well, leave us with this, Jake. Have you learned anything about yourself? since living in this tiny home? Uh, I think I've learned to be uh, a little more patient and uh, kind of use my space uh, a little more uh, with, you know, with, I guess, better purpose uh, and not not have to buy so many things that I don't need, but but really, you know, kind of see what I like, what I enjoy, and how I can, uh, you know, live with less. Yeah, I think that's something that we can all learn from you. Jake Markowitz has lived in a tiny home for three years in Cherville, Indiana. Thank you so much for talking with us. Very interesting. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me again.